Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Flowium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Flowium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Email Einstein, the podcast by Flowium. I'm your host, Vera Sadlak, and today I'm joined by my colleague, co-worker, and fellow Canadian, Andrea. Say hi, Andrea. Hey, how's it going? We're not going to do long intros because you guys know Andrea. She's been on this podcast already. But the things you should probably know about her is that, A, she's also a Canadian. She's from St. Catharines, Ontario. But also in her free time, she hosts Pop Trivia. We just like talked about it like literally five, five seconds ago. So Andrea, what's the craziest like fun fact that you recently learned that you will oh, be craziest definitely fun using? Fact. Yeah. So one of my, so I recently did a Simpsons trivia. I'm obsessed with the Simpsons. And I didn't realize until very recently that the guy who plays Fat Tony, like the mobster mm -hmm. uh, on the Simpsons, is the same guy who plays David Rossi on Criminal Minds. What? I know. <laughs> Seriously. I like, like the idea of like he goes from filming an episode of Criminal Minds to going to film the Simpsons like in the same week. That to me is really funny. So oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, I wish we could just like keep talking about like trivia stuff and like Simpson, but we do have some like juicy email marketing stuff to discuss today. So let's do this, Andrea. Let's yeah, do let's this. Cool. Yeah, guys. So today we will be talking about list. As the popular marketing quote says, the money is in the list, your email marketing list. And we could not agree more. We might be biased though. But here's the fun fact about email marketing lists and email marketing in general. For every $1 you spend on email marketing on average in the industry, you can expect an average return of $38 to $42. Isn't it crazy? Obviously, this number will be different for different, uh, for different industry, but the money is in the list essentially and the fun fact number two capturing a new lead is five times more expensive than nurturing one so it's yes it is expensive to get a lead but once you have it you can capitalize on it times and times again so today we will be talking about eight popular proven strategies to grow your email marketing list why eight well just like a random number of strategies that we have. We couldn't come up with 10. I mean, we can come up with 10, but we, we know a gazillion of them, but we'll just decided to focus on like eight big ones for you to try, uh, for you to try a ASAP. Some of them you're probably using, some of them you're probably knowing, loving, but we'll still like go over all of them just like to remind you uh, why they are important and how to do them right. So Andrea, let's start with a with a good old one. Yeah. So I think like first and foremost, 
uh, you need a way to capture your customer's information, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the thing we're going to talk about first is the thing that everyone absolutely needs, like the fundamental, which is a pop-up. Mm-hmm. Something that I like to talk about when I talk about marketing is exchange relationships. So we are asking for something from your customers. We're asking for access to their inbox, access to their SMS, whatever it is. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so we have to picture that as a type of currency, right? And so in order to get that information from them, uh, we have to offer something in exchange. And that's what we're trying to do in these pop-ups, right? We want to make sure that we're enticing them into giving us this valuable information of theirs in return for something. Uh, So whether that's a discount, a credit to spend on products, even just like our newsletter gives you help, some helpful tips and tricks or whatever it might be. Offering something in exchange for that information is usually a really good tactic to be able to build your list. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be that complex. They don't need to be flashy. They don't need to be fancy to get the job done. Honestly, simple in a lot of cases is usually better. Um, when you see like when you land on any e-commerce website and you get like that big wheel that pops up and it's like, Hey, get a discount for this. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's still kind of a form in the sense that we're offering you a discount in exchange for that information. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's like one of the flashier versions of this. One of my clients has this, like this big pop-up that comes up and it looks like the cases from deal or no deal. Right. Mm -hmm. And you use one of those cases and it gives you a discount. Um, but I also have a client who uses just like, hey, we're going to give you 10% off if you give us your email address. And both of those forms work uh, mm-hmm. for different audiences and in different situations. I think as long as you're setting one up that like you know that the functionality of it works and that it, your audience is going to react well to the offer that you're giving them, you know, stress that value and watch the conversions come in. That's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. And I love those gamified ones, those oh, so cases fun. example. I loved it. And this wheelio, it gets me every time, you know, like when you like roll the wheel and they get the discount code. And I mean, yeah, it's still it's it's very basic, but it works like for me. Yeah. It it, it does just, it every I, time. I don't know about you, Vera, but like I well, I grew up on game shows. Like we used to watch <laughs> like I remember our school was on strike for like many months and my grandmother watched us every day and we would watch prices right every day. Oh, prices right. Would... This is like, this is the show that we never had like back home growing up. Oh. And I was like obsessing over American version of it. <laughs> I would die to go on the prices right. But it's this idea that like, I, I grew up like watching that wheel spin and being like, the money is coming. <laughs> so, like, so when I get on a website and it's got that gamified, um, like that wheel specifically, I'm like, let's go. Like I'm ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should create some sort of like campaigns around it. Guess the price of the product or something. Oh, I love that. That's That'd be great fun. Idea. That'd be fun for a specific audience, though. People yes. like who grew up in like '90s or like yeah, '80s. Sure. Is the show still around, by the way? It is. It's hosted by really? Drew Carey now. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I should rewatch it. That's exciting. <laughs> and this is like a very North American thing to do, honestly. <laughs> this is like I, the, I the most show. North American um, TV show I've ever seen, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Cool. Okay, guys. And for those of you who try to just like an additional like pro tip from Flowium team, if you're trying to grow your list quickly, um, maybe like stay away from double opt-in. Um, yeah. And for those of you who don't know what double opt-in is, is basically when someone puts their email address into the pop-up form and they are required to authorize that they've actually opted in into your list through a confirmation email. So basically they put their email address, then they will receive an email from you or from Clavio asking, 
hey, are you sure you want to be on this list? And honestly, it's a good practice if you are um, on a hunt for like a high, high quality leads. It will definitely help you with your uh, like deliverability, with the quality of your leads. But if you are at the stage of like growing your list, stay away from double opt-in because I, I think that conversion is like 40% less on those lists that are double opt-in list compared to the single opt-in. So if you're trying to build your email list at a rapid rate, double opt-in is probably like not a good tool to use. But overall, it also, it's, a, it's a good practice. Yeah. I'd also say like, watch out if you don't know what, like if you don't have healthy deliverability, mm-hmm. um, because that, that second opt-in email, when it gets sent, sometimes gets lost in the junk mail or the, the promotions. Mm-hmm. And so not only are people like, you know, sketched out by getting like, are you sure you want to join this list? But it's also like, what if you don't receive it? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Cool. Okay. So the first one, pop-ups, the big one, obviously everyone uses them. Everyone loves them. Uh, The second thing that, believe it or not, a lot of brands neglect is using an email sign-up form in the website navigation or footer. It's a very tried and true methods of like list building. Um, And you know, when you like go to those like websites and when you scroll to the very bottom, you have this little like a footer opt-in form or something. You can consider this your almost like a passive list building method because you like literally don't need to do anything to make people sign up for your list. And besides, in a way, Footer is like your filter for your like most loyal fans. Because if if person goes to your website and if they scroll to the very bottom of the website and if they put your like their email address, it means that they actually want to hear from you. So make sure to treat them well. Make sure to deliver some like high quality content into their inbox. And if they are like engaged, you want to ask them for like action right away. That's why you want an email sign up in the footer. A lot of a lot of brands they like neglect that footer and that's a big big issue I think because these are pretty much your like most avid fans, right? And uh, the footer is also the place where people can people kind of expect to have a footer at the bottom of the um, of the website. It's kind of like a like a norm almost. So you should definitely include one as an addition to your other to your other opt-ins at the website. So that's yeah, a big that's one. A, I that's feel a big like one. when I'm looking to sign up for one, I'm like, okay, gotta go to the footer, find the thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And I've seen some brands are even like collecting that like zero party data that is like invaluable right now, right? They are collecting information about like customers' preferences or like some quick question about like um, this or that kind of thing. So yeah, whenever you can, always collect that zero party data because now it's it's huge, especially when we don't use we don't rely on like third party uh, like cookies anymore. This is this is a big one. So yeah, yep. definitely, definitely use an email sign-up form in your website navigation or footer. Which brings us to kind of our next thing, actually, when we're talking about that zero-party data. Something that we're seeing a huge increase in is opt-in quizzes or like mm-hmm. product recommendation quizzes. Um, yep. So we talked kind of about interactive content a little bit, like choosing the choosing the case or like spinning the wheel or whatever. But these like quizzes and calculators and widgets, those are going to be big ones for you that like give you not only the opt-in, but they also give you information about the person that you're going to be reaching out to. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether you're looking to grow just your email, SMS, or Facebook Messenger opt-in lists, there's 
there's really no better tool in my opinion than a quiz because at the end of the quiz, you prompt them to opt in to receive their quiz results, right? And you know that they're engaged and they have a high intent to purchase because they've gone all the way through that quiz, right? Because I personally, I'm not sitting doing a quiz and then like, oh, I'm not going to opt in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want to get those results. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I am doing the quiz for a reason. I want the answer. That's like why I'm here. Right. Um, right. So a great example of a quiz is octane.ia. They have this octane AI. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, they it's have a like an e- one, e-commerce, yeah. um, like quiz that you can take that tells you like what you need to do next. And then they kind of go through and they show different clients of theirs that are using it. So one of those is health aid, Um, which does like a personality quiz that's simple and quick and then offers a custom mocktail based on the customer's answer. I love it. I love it. I love that too. This also works really well with skincare. Um, One of my clients uses kind of like a quiz functionality to like recommend products that are like, Hey, like if this is your skin concern, perhaps you might want to try this product. Um, And that I think is like really helpful for their, not only because skincare is hard, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> I'm a skincare junkie and I own so many products because I'm like, Oh, this looks cool. Um, but it doesn't actually do what I need it to do necessarily. And I think like having that quiz not only will increase your opt-ins and probably honestly your conversions, but will also kind of give you that leg up in terms of customer satisfaction. Because if you're recommending products that are actually just for what they want to use it for, mm-hmm. Um, then that's that product is going to work better for them overall. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of those like quizzes, especially on like skincare websites, just like you said, and like fashion websites. They are huge, and also oh, just yeah. like they are for a good quiz. Like no matter what the quiz is, like what kind of chips you are, uh, what kind yeah. of Disney princess you are, like BuzzFeed quizzes, like bring them on. Honestly, oh, I'm yeah. like that. I'm well, like I'm that like, person. Yeah, definitely. not to like age myself here, but like also <laughs> similarly to like my talk about the Price is Right, is this idea that like I don't know. I we used to buy like Teen magazine and the last page would have a quiz always always my sister and I would fight over who got to do the quiz first because obviously then they've marked it up yeah that's true that's true (laughs) maybe that's why it works so well for like our generations those like quizzes and pop-ups there's this like nostalgia in it definitely and speaking of like skincare quizzes um there is this tool called sola wave i'm not i'm not sure if you've heard about it or not Mm -hmm. it's basically like a rat therapy like a wrinkle tool almost like and they have an excellent excellent um like a skin skin test on their website and this is like the 150 $50 that I didn't think I will spend. I just like went on their website, you know, to like look around and stuff. Uh, But their marketing was on point. I really like how they have like different skin types and like maturing, like acne prone, like dry and puffy, uh, like dull skin. And like you will basically, they will help you to pick the tool, which is... I don't think it's like even necessary because they pretty much have like one tool on their website, yes. <laughs> but well, still it just the... like helps you learn something about yourself. And that's yeah. what we, what we, as humans, we always tend want to I think learn more about cautionary it. tale about quizzes though. Like my cautionary tale about quizzes is if you don't have enough products to make the recommendations based on the different things, like don't do it because <laughs> it's, like if I went through a quiz like if I landed on a website and there was only one product and they made me do a quiz and I did the whole quiz and then they're like, this is the product. I'm like, 
well, this is the only product you have, though. <laughs> right. But they yes. also, like, tell you the type of the skin and how you yes. use this product for this skin and, like, in combination with what, like, serums or stuff. So it, it kind of right. makes sense. And I understand why they have it on their website because they want to, like, collect data about you, right? So it's right. it's always that, like, exchange moment, just like you, you mentioned. It's, yeah. like, data. It's almost like a currency in the in the email marketing world. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love them. I have this tool. I use it every night. I took the before and after picture or for now, just before picture, I made my husband use it. So we'll see how it goes. We are not like sponsored by SolarWave, but we can be SolarWave if you're yeah, listening to us. Let us know. Let <laughs> just us like know. send I'm us a bunch of those amazing red light therapy um, yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Always looking for a new skincare tool. <laughs> Definitely. I spend way too much money on skincare and makeup. Okay. Like considering that I work from home and I like barely use makeup, like <laughs> still, still. Okay. So um, you can also like a big, big thing in um, Clavio is also integrating Facebook with Clavio and creating lead ads to generate more leads uh, that will go into your uh, email marketing list. Although email marketing and social media, they always seem to be like competing almost for the title of a more effective channel for e-commerce. I think in reality, they they actually work really well together and bring you like better results when you marry the two together. Facebook, Instagram, messengers, they are definitely powerful tools to promote your brand and gain new leads. So in 2023, you definitely can't ignore this combo of like social media and email marketing. You can actually use Klaviyo integration to set up Facebook leads ads that allow users to sign up for your email list directly within Facebook. So you don't even need to create those like fancy landing pages. You don't need to create like additional opt-in forms. Basically, your customers will be able to like see the ad on Facebook and then like be like added to your list directly from Facebook. As a bonus of this like Clavio Facebook integration, you can you can then reach your existing Clavio subscribers and target them with like high quality ads on internet. And you can also do this like by creating this like lookalike audiences. So basically, you can take your list and create custom custom audiences based on your list and based on like the characteristics of your buyer's persona and then like target similar people on Facebook that you have on your email marketing list. So um, your Facebook lead data will be then like sent automatically um, to Klaviyo. And this is basically like a big, almost like a circle that that you can create. And uh, this is an amazing way to generate more leads because what we've seen with some brands is that they actually like convert through Facebook, but then they don't, they can't talk to that person anymore. So they basically like don't own that uh, contact, right? They converted the person. If they purchased, great. If they haven't purchased, you don't have their um, the way to, to talk to them anymore. That's why it's super important to like connect the two so you can both collect the data and mm, and like talk to your customers. Yeah, yeah. I love that too. It, it, that's one of the things that I love about marketing is integrated communication strategies. Mm-hmm. And this is like 100% that. This also helps you really control your customer's journey a lot better, right? True. Because if they opt into your list from those fa- from Facebook ads, then you know that they not only want to hear from you, but also that that conversion is going to come through eventually, even if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does help with that, like like you mentioned, that like omni-channel experience, right? You want to be talking to your 
customer from like different platforms, from like different channels of marketing. But you also don't want to be like too, too repetitive or too, too aggressive. So if you know that you like hit the customer with this like Facebook say ad and they didn't convert you don't want to hit them with the same identical ad say like on instagram or you don't want to say send the same email like at the same time you want to create this like very flawless omni-channel marketing experience and like integrating the apps really helps with that 100 percent. it also keeps all your data in the same place which is like yeah. a huge part of managing your list effectively mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, yeah. And what people actually like don't realize about Clave is that it's it's pretty much like a customer like a data of uh platform of collecting customer data. This is like the mm-hmm. the most powerful thing about platforms like Clavio, not the functionality of like sending an email, which is obviously an important one, but the way you can like collect the information about that customer through email is like where the uh where the power of this platform is. 100% Speaking of powerful platforms, uh, another way to grow your list is partnerships. I think this is something that's often overlooked because sometimes it's like really hard to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But being able to grow your email list by partnering with other brands that complement your own is such a good idea. You don't want to partner with your competition necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's (laughs) that's obviously not the journey. But if you find someone who has something that complements your business, then you're able to say like, oh, like I sell, I don't know, candles and this, this company sells lighters. Like (laughs) it makes sense for you to do cross promotion and to try and get into the other audience and get your audience to kind of buy Mm -hmm. into theirs. So when you're doing some type of like competitive analysis, you're looking at your marketplace, right? Think about what complementary brands that are maybe more well-known than yours or have like a very engaged audience that you can form partnerships with. And it's hard, it's hard to give advice about partnerships, like on a, on a macro level and say like, you should just have more partnerships. Like, obviously that's not a super helpful thing, but I think part of what people overlook in these partnerships, like if two people are doing say like an Instagram giveaway together, one of the things that they're overlooking is how valuable it can be to create a joint list that you both have access to and that Mm -hmm. has consented to hear from both brands. So anytime you're doing any sort of partnership with your company, I would say like the the number one thing is to think about how can this partnership help build my email list? Because as you mentioned at the beginning, Vera, like it's expensive to get initial leads, right? Your cost per acquisition is probably high, especially right now. And so being able to say like, we're using this partnership for general promotion, but then also we're going to use it to build our list is a really Mm -hmm. good way to like leverage a partnership in multiple different ways. You can even do like co-branded experiences. This is something that like really big companies often do. Notorious for this is Marvel or Disney Disney in general, oh, but yeah. specifically Marvel, right? So a great example to celebrate the Asian culture in film, Sanzo made an Asian flavored sparkling water and co-branded it with uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings right? Which nice. was like the first kind of foray into martial arts from a Marvel perspective. And that's a very mm-hmm. interesting thing is when you see these big co-branded, co-branded kind of products or experiences or whatever it is, what they're trying to do is leverage the popularity of one brand to kind of bring the other one up. Uh, and a lot of cases, this can be expensive, but it usually really helps. And in the case of Sanzo, 
they have been growing for a long time, but the month that that sparkling water launched, they saw six times the growth in their e-commerce revenue. Like I can't even imagine like you're like chugging along doing your business and one month you just have six times the profit that you normally have. That's insane, right? <laughs> it's insane. Could you imagine? Um, but they're able to extend their reach because obviously everyone knows who Disney is. Like we right. live on the planet, right? So like there's there's like all of those those ways of like using other brands and partnering with other brands or co-branding things with other brands that allow you to kind of grow exponentially in ways that you might not have done before. And if you think about it, when you see that six times growth in their revenue, you also have to imagine that say six times the number of people made those purchases. If they also are being added to your list, not only are you getting that initial revenue because of the partnership that you did, but if they're on your list now, we know that you're going to probably hear from them again if you nurture them properly via email and SMS marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really love that like aspect of like two different brands partnering partnering together. And in fact, we have um, this client called Roosevelt um, and we've recorded podcasts with them like way like back in the day. It was actually podcast not number four and it was mm-hmm. podcast about how to build a widely successful e-commerce brand. And they actually tell their story of how the Roosevelt's like went from not having a single um, license for that like partnership and almost getting sued by Fox, yes, like that same like Fox um, company. Also owned by Disney now. Uh, really, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, they they pretty much they created this like iconic um, shirt from the movie Sandlot. Have you have you seen this movie, oh, yeah, Andrea? I've seen I, I loved it. I loved it. Like I watched it for the first time, to be honest, after we recorded that podcast because um, I mean, apparently it's very like iconic for this it North is. American culture. It's like it's like the, the movie to watch, especially around like Fourth of July and stuff. So uh, they actually just like launched that. Um, Sandlot uh, shirt that went viral. It became like so, so popular. They made like a ton of money with it. And then Fox reached out to them and like because they wanted to pretty much like sue them for um, not having the license. But on that meeting where they were like with lawyers and like talking all of the details of that like process, results actually they like convinced them to partner with them. And now they are getting things ready for like global distribution, which is amazing. So they basically like turned that uh, meeting into like a pitch. <laughs> and I pretty much that. that's how they became partners. And now they have like multiple um, multiple licenses or like gazillion, gazillion of different licenses. And they work yeah. with like this biggest brands. And that's amazing. That's just like shows you how like you both can win, right? From um, that, um, from that cooperation. So guys, if you want to listen to the entire story, go to episode number four, how to build a widely successful e-commerce brand, um, the episode with Roosevelt. So yeah. They have a lot of cool shirts too, if you're looking for some cool <sighs> shirts. Yes, yes. They and and I think they still have that like original Sandlot um Sandlot collection or the Sandlot shirt. Although it's like very hard to get because it's almost always sold out. It's so popular. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Want to discover how much money your email marketing can actually bring you? If that's the case, let our team of email marketing experts show you how. With our free email marketing audit, we'll conduct a comprehensive analysis of your email marketing efforts, provide you with action plan, 
and show you how to effectively segment and convert your audience. Simply go to flowium.com slash audit and book your audit today. Okay, the next method that we are going to talk about is called email-based retargeting. And we were like literally talking about them today on our uh, weekly EMS call. Um, And for most people, email-based retargeting is still like a completely new concept, right? Um, And to be honest, I just like learned about it a few months ago when we were recording an episode with... um, with Adam Robinson from um, retention.com. So definitely go and listen to this episode number 133 about um, like how to maximize your audience growth and reclaim revenue with the apps like retention.com. But basically what email-based retargeting is, is that you can get customers information, you can get customer on the list uh, without that customer's without the, that customer's like permission almost. So basically yeah. there is like a database of um, emails um, that companies like retention.com own. Um, and then they match that the customer that goes onto your website with the email that they have in their database and add that person to your Clavio list. Now, very important thing, you can't do it in Canada or Europe or UK or Australia. This is like an only US thing because in Canada, it's like prohibited. There is like some legal um, aspects to take into the account. But initially, this is like an almost like an email harvesting. And I love this um, I love this definition because it is basically an, like an email um, <laughs> harvesting thing. And um, actually, one thing that you should know when you're like doing things like this is that Can Spam Act actually prohibits email harvesting when you don't have the opportunity to opt out, when you don't give yeah. them the opportunity to opt out. So it's very important to, first of all, have uh, like unsubscribe links in your emails um, that you will be sending to those people. And ideally, you want to have that unsubscribe link at the very top of the email um, so people can unsubscribe uh, from your list instead of like marking you as spam. You definitely don't want this to happen. Um, the second very important thing is that you need to have like a physical address and you need to have it in the footer of your um, of your email. I think it's actually the requirement for all of the uh, emails anyways, but uh, for, for this specific uh, case, it's super, super important. And also technology, basically um, it should not uh, collect or provide email address to users if those email addresses were like acquired um, from like websites that prohibits email address harvesting. So I know it's like a lot of <laughs> a lot of like legal language, but basically the idea is that even if you do that, make sure that your customers can opt out, make sure that your customers are seeing like what your physical address is, and also be very careful with uh, like deliverability and stuff because if your deliverability is not very good if you're in in not that like top tier of deliverability um, don't experiment with apps like this because naturally the unsubscribe rates will be much higher on say uh, retention.com welcome flow compared to your regular welcome flow so be very careful with it and remember it's only the u.s thing be very careful so people from canada or uk or australia don't go through that flow maybe even add some filters because here in Canada, it's prohibited by law to um, to reach out to customers if you don't have, if they didn't give you the permission to be on the list. In US, it's still kind of like a gray area. And this is a great way to like grow your list, especially considering that 
it's not necessarily like a cold outreach because people, they actually went to your website. They expressed some interest towards your product or towards your, um, towards the service that you do. So they kind of know who you are, but still be very cautious of like what you send, how many emails you send and like what you're talking about in those emails. Yeah. That's I would one. also say like in this case, in the case of retention.com or similar kind of like harvesting scenarios, make sure that you're doing a, a different welcome flow than your regular welcome flow mm-hmm. um, and that you're giving them an offer of some kind. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if you don't give them an offer, then you're, you might lose them, right? Yeah, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much. Way. Offer is definitely an important component of that thing, but also we try to make our um, like welcome emails for retention.com people a bit more like educational compared to say regular welcome flow. We, we try to give even more value to those customers because they might know less about your brand than people mm-hmm. who like opted in into your 100%. list, right? Um, so we try to make this emails a bit more like educational. For example, for this like one brand that we are selling like serums for, we try to give some like very impressive like before and after um, images. We try to explain how the, the how the serum works, what are the components of the serum, what's the technology. We try to uh, like explain how our uh, like return policy works so they know that they can like purchase this product and then return if they don't see the results which uh, spoiler alert they will see the results because this <laughs> brand is amazing we talked about it a lot on our um on our podcast but yeah it's uh it's a very interesting way of growing your list again this is a good platform or a good uh, tool to use for those like bigger brands with like bigger lists um and also it's quite pricey so if you're like starting your business uh, there are some like other ways that you can um that you can use to grow your email marketing list for sure another great way if you are kind of just starting out or if you have like a really solid base of like customers is referrals um Mm -hmm. this is not specific to email this is like this is like in general referrals are great i used to work in real estate and one of the things that we used to talk about all the time uh was that the best way to find a realtor is a recommendation from somebody else right um, you have a good experience. And so you you go to the same person, you tell your friends like this person did such a great job, et cetera, et cetera. And that can be applied to almost any industry. And a great way of doing it is if you have a loyal customer, give them an incentive to refer someone they like or care about to mm-hmm. the products that they like and care about. So a great way to do this is through any sort of loyalty program. So whether you use a Yachtpo or smile.io or loyalty lion or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, all of these loyalty programs have some sort of referral functionality. And essentially what they do is they'll give you a reward of discounts or early access to new products or exclusive access to something you can't otherwise get. uh, Or, you know, I don't even know. A lot of times it's just like an offer that people are like, Oh, of course, that's the thing I want, you know? Um, And by doing that or giving them extra points, whatever it is, you're attaching like their action to this benefit, right? And their Mm -hmm. action is like sign up or ask a friend to sign up to our email list, send them an email that tells them how much you love this product. And it's such a great way uh, to make it easy for people to to share about the things they care about, essentially. Great example of this. uh, One of the skincare brands that I'm working with right now, Versed Skin, they have a loyalty program and they have this viral uh, headband 
that they um, like went went crazy on TikTok. It's this black headband. You've definitely seen it. Kind of looks like a croissant. Um, <laughs> it's like it, I have one. It's great. Uh, of course you do. That, <laughs> of course I do. Um, one of the things that they do is that they offer it as a reward for their loyalty members once in a while, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and because they have so many products that have gone viral and all of these different things, it's this really great way of being like, oh, like if you share, like if you refer somebody, you get extra points and then you can redeem those points for these exclusive things that we don't even sell. You mm-hmm. can only get as a reward. Oh, I love it. I'm I love suffer it. for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> so good. And like, there's, there's a lot of different scenarios where you see this, right? It's like refer a friend and get 5% off or like get, get $15, give 15% off and those types of things. And like, that is such a great way to let your loyal customers and people who love your products and your services, get those loyal people to essentially become ambassadors of your business. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. The the reality is when we're thinking about our decision-making processes and when we're making decisions about purchasing, I'm always more likely to buy something that a friend of mine really likes mm-hmm. than something that I've just done research on, right? That's true. Yeah. And this, this is a really good way of being like, hey, send them an email directly. And then in that email, that's a referral email. There's a way to sign up, right? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Because essentially, like, I think about the times that like my friends and I would be going out and I've got a new lipstick and I'm like living my best life. You know, I, you know how much I love shopping and <laughs> I roll up with like a new lipstick and I'm like, this lipstick lasts all night. It's the best lipstick I've ever owned. I've just sold it to six people. Right. <laughs> and, so, and so not only uh, am I now referring these people to this company and to this product, but they have like a really solid, like, yeah, we watched Andrea put it on. We watched Andrea mm. wear it all night. Like it, it did what she said it was going to do. It lasted and it was great. And so kind of like letting your customers kind of show that proof and help grow your business for you is such a good way. And especially in terms of these lists, right? Because this referral program lets you do like, oh, like we're going to reward you for sharing and everyone wants mm-hmm. a reward. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Because who needs like 5% off or 10% off when you can have that? How did you say it? Like black croissant shaped band or whatever? Yeah, it's a headband and it's shaped like a croissant. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's the best. Get it. That's the best, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, you should start like a community or something like Andrea recommends, like a Slack or a Discord community or like Signal yeah, that, or whatever. I would be there. I would totally I be there, honestly. <laughs> I want to show you this thing I bought. It's like a, a balloon It's a statue, but it's shaped like a balloon animal dog. I'm obsessed. Oh, I know, I know, I know which one it is. Like, <laughs> I, I totally saw them on TikTok. Like, <laughs> honestly, are I, we are we hang, hanging on the same channels or whatever? I think we just have the same algorithm, you know. Probably that might be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's funny and funny that you've mentioned about that like real estate recommendation aspect because now when I think about it I've never worked with any like real estate professional who was not like recommended to me so yeah. now I wonder why why there are like so many like real estate uh, benches around the city you know I'm not sure if you guys have them in in Ontario but this is like yeah. an advertisement where they put where they, where they put the face of like a real estate guy guy on the bench poor thing like like why why would yeah. you do that if the word of mouth where it's like the whole Buses, side right <laughs> and they no, so creepy this yeah. is the funny thing like when i was so i wasn't a realtor myself i was i did marketing for a real estate group uh-huh. anytime we considered that i was like but why would we do that like that, right. that those hundreds of dollars that you're spending on that bench i don't think it's um, hundreds i think it's, it's like thousands yes yeah, it's crazy it's so expensive it's like so like that money that you're spending what if you just 
reward your current clients for referring like a referral you to pro- program, right? right? And, it's, and that's, again, that's the same idea as this, like the multi, like multi-channel or omni-channel kind of approach is like right. really understanding which channels make the most sense for you. Because in an industry like that, you're not getting, no one's calling the thing they saw on the bus the <laughs> right you know? right Those and also you, you need to kind of understand where your customer hang out so like in vancouver like the real estate property like properties are like in insanely yeah. expensive like and like people who are like driving who are riding the buses or like people who are like looking at the buses i don't think it's like the same people who would like spend money on like purchasing the house it's just like very important to understand who your customer is and where they hang out basically yeah. and like come to them like bring the advertisement to them directly and that's yeah but i love those like old old style marketing businesses oh, it's so like it's so cute and those I like planes that. with banners. I've only oh, seen yeah. them in movies. I haven't seen them in real life, but I still want to like. Oh, I'm, I'm I saw like, one. I recently really want to. Oh, Ontario! You guys are so cute. We don't do so things funny. the same way here in in BC anymore. You know what anymore. it is? Though? It's because it's specifically the difference between BC and Ontario. Uh, the product that was being advertised is something that is very limited in digital advertising. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, it's like the idea that like you can't do certain ads because you are this type of business, right? Um, mm-hmm. For legality reasons. And so I, I've never seen one before. This was like maybe I want to say last year, last summer, I saw one for the first time. And it was like advertising a store that sells this type of product. And it was it was an interesting, um, interesting thing because I was I. I think about it all the time, but I don't remember what the store was. Mm. You know <laughs> That's mean? an interesting approach because like, it's so rare and so cheesy that you like, that you like actually notice it. It's yes. like, it's like with like this physical mail, you know, and yeah. guys, the, the, the very last way to like build your, um, build your list since we started talking about it and we didn't have it on our, on our notes, by the way. <laughs> so this is like totally, um, just like an additional idea, niche communities, Andrea, mm-hmm. like briefly talked about it, but those like places where your customer hang out, if your brand can cater to like the specific niche audiences and like convert those audiences and to bring them onto the onto your list this is very very powerful a lot of brands they nowadays have this like facebook groups or like slack communities or like signal even um and especially like smaller brands so definitely make sure to like tap uh into those communities because these are the people who are your like core customers this is like your core audience and um you can basically like give them some sort of like a landing page or some sort of offer to bring them from those communities to your list and this will be the top quality leads believe me 100%. So, yeah. in that yeah. same vein if your company goes to a lot of like trade shows or events mm-hmm. um having some easy way to get people onto your list in those scenarios and then actually having a plan with what to do with those emails, that is like so great because you already have a personal touch point and then you actually use it. I, the number of email lists I've signed up for at conferences and (laughs) trade shows, but then they never do anything with your email, right? Because they're just like, Oh, we're just going to collect the information. Just make sure that you're doing something with it. Once you get it. That's true. That's true. You can even like create like a separate uh, welcome series for those people just so they know that they are not forgotten, you know, that they know yeah. that 
that you, you still want to talk to them. Yeah. So now you have it, like eight strategies to grow your list in 2023. You guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast just as much as we enjoyed recording it and talking about all kinds of like weird stuff. So thank you so much for <laughs> hanging out with us. And Andrea, thank you so much for coming to this podcast. We should do it more often. I love oh, your yeah. examples. Thanks for having honestly. me. I love coming. <laughs> totally totally and guys if you like what we do as always please leave us a review and send us a screenshot and we will send you some really nice flowium branded surprise i didn't plan to talk in like a poem form but it's just like I ended up, I ended up sounding like a poet. You can't help that you're poetic, Vera. You yes, yes. It. It's just, it's just who I am, you guys. You didn't know that this is who I am. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming, Andrea. And we, uh, we hope to have you guys back here next Tuesday. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Just in 2022, we help our e-commerce client generate over 250 millions in revenue through effective email marketing strategy. And now we can help you too. Stop missing out on the potential revenue your email could be generating for your business right now. Take advantage of our free email marketing audit today and let our team help you optimize your email for maximum conversion. Go to flowium.com audit and book your audit today. It's F-L-O-W-I-U-M dot com slash a u d i t flown dot com slash audit